Good day, listeners. Welcome to Nothing But Talk. My name is Jassus. I'm Michelle. I'm Lynn. And I'm Margo. And today we are talking about the book Patriot Saints of Nothing by author Randy Rebe. Um, to give a quick recap of the book, Jay is a high school student who has a cousin in the Philippines, and he is it's found out that he is murdered due to the drug war that's going on with the corruption of the government and within society. Tito Maning, who is his uncle, is a police chief and is found to be playing a part within the death. So Jay travels to the Philippines to go find closure and find answers and finds out June really was a drug user. He was humanized due to all the good acts that he did while he was alive. And it turns out that Tito Maning was actually a good person trying to get him off the list of drug users. The author's purpose for this book was to first humanize June before revealing that he was in fact a drug user, to humanize the rest of the victims in the Philippines. So when Grace and Jay find out that June did in fact use drugs, they were in shock and Jay was worried that their view of June was tainted, but Grace reassures him by telling him that he was that June was still human and it doesn't change who he was and it doesn't make his life worthless because he was a good person, he was a human, um, and he had good in him just like anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and today we'll be answering the question. How do power and privilege change the way people express and present themselves? Uh, how do we think the people in the Philippines react to hearing, seeing people being killed for using drugs because of the ways the president wants to handle the drug usage? I feel like people are angry that some people that are innocent that aren't using drugs are being killed and murdered just for being associated with like for example Reina who was you know in a relationship with June she was in danger just because she was being associated with him yeah um, I agree because drugs um, can be addictive and if people use drugs um, during like the Philippines Oh my god. During the Philippine drug war? Yes, thank you. Um, During the Philippine drug war, uh, they are innocently killed, and family members try to um, find a way to like stop this, but they can't because of the president having power and how he sees the situation and how he handles it. And it's not a great way that there could be other ways to help those who are using drugs, like help them, like go to like a hospital or mm-hmm. get help by other people. Like therapy and stuff like that, like rehabilitation institutions. Yeah, I totally agree. There's also people in the Philippines who do support the president because they think that what he's doing to um, stop the end of what he's doing is for the better of the country.
So there, mm -hmm. uh, there are definitely both sides from people in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next topic, how does Jay realize his sense of privilege when he was in the Philippines? Um, I think Jay realizes his sense of privilege when he was in the Philippines with like how different like everyone like lives, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like um, just how education is. Like for example, when Reina, when he went to go visit Reina, living in the slums, like how he kind of yeah. realized like how privileged he is living in the U.S. Yeah, when he was in the slums, he saw how a lot of people had to like fight to live. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't easy, but people there also weren't giving up. Mm -hmm. How it's almost like they weren't living, they were like surviving in a way. How it's like, you know, they weren't like comfortable, they weren't happy, but they were making the best out of it and like yeah, surviving. Because like yeah. in the US, it's not like you won't be able to see like in broad daylight, like someone just getting killed and like shot because like yeah. they were assumed to like, they were assumed that they had like drugs with them or like mm -hmm. were using drugs. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen studies and articles online where it's like people are just being shot just to be shot. Like they're like some people like citizens are taking it upon themselves. They don't even have a list of like certain pe people or individuals. They're just going in the streets and saying, "Oh, you look like the um, like stereotypical drug user, so let's just like kill you." Like you're on the streets, so I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. You use drugs. Yeah, and it's just like out of nowhere, and it's like it couldn't just like you know people like. Physically, you may have, like, physical, like, looking symptoms, but it, that could, like, not just be due to drugs. It could be due to, like, underlying health conditions and stuff like that. So it's, like, not, it's not the citizen's job, for one, but it's also not the correct way to handle it. And uh, also when, like, Jay was in the slums, I, well, like you said, Genesis, that he is grateful that he does get, like, a good education, and that he does have a family, and that he doesn't have to, you know, like, sacrifice his life every day and be careful of, um, you know, being killed one day just because they think he is, like, a drug user. And also, I feel like it opened up his eyes, um about like how his dad had to move from the Philippines to America just so his kids can have uh, um, an actual like good life than what he had in the Philippines mm -hmm. and yeah. yeah like some of the articles we read in class how like a lot of people were immigrants and the parents have sacrificed a lot for um, like you know the kids to have a better future and to have a better education and stuff like that but also immigrating it has its ups and downs. Like, for example, remember when Jay was with his friend Seth and Seth was like, oh, you don't seem Filipino to me or something like that. Like, I don't see color yeah, and stuff said, like that. I don't see color, man. We're all one race, the human race. That's all that, like, he meant. That's what he said. Yeah. And it's kind of touching base on, like, what we're talking about in class, how, you know, microaggressions and stuff like that, it does... Just because your intentions weren't good, it doesn't mean that, like, the impact isn't strong within the person. Like, I think it's mentioned later in the book, like, shortly afterwards, like, do I have to walk around campus with a Filipino flag draped around my back yeah. and stuff like that? Like, it's, it's not okay.
Yeah, like the discussion with, like, with Seth, how he's like, oh, you talk like American, you act like American, yeah. you dress like everyone else, like, you're white, I don't see you being, like, Filipino and stuff, Yeah. he Even, actually is, yeah. just that Seth doesn't see that. Yeah. Even from personal experiences, having my own family being like, oh, you sound whitewashed, why don't you speak Tagalog more fluently or have an accent like your mom and stuff like that. Even beauty standards, why aren't you pale like your mother? She's really pretty and stuff like that. How does Tito Maling's place as a police chief affect the way he handles certain situations? Well, we see that Tito Manning um, has power being the police chief and we suspect that he was a part of, like, his son's death, obviously, but, um, seeing that he's, like, you know, part of law enforcement, it's a bad rep for, like, you know, the government, Yeah. for him being associated with June being an actual drug user, yeah? That's why his name was found on that list. Yeah. And because of his place of power in the government, he wasn't, he maybe wasn't able to do exactly what he wanted to do to help his son. Mm-hmm. He had to kind of work around the law. Because he wanted to sh- show like that side of him that he yeah. was like on the side of like the president. Yeah. And, like helping people mm-hmm. like his son. Yeah. It's the fight between like personal want, your own personal morals, but also your job, your livelihood, your like, you know, your way of making money. So he tried his best, like, you know, government in the Philippines isn't that best. You have to bribe and like use your money. Like if you have enough money, you can do anything you want. So he had to bribe people, his peers, like his coworkers. Hey, can you get my son's off the list? My son's name off the list. Because I need him off. He's my son. I care about him. I love him. That kind of thing. But, like, there's only so far you can you can go. Because yeah. there's only so much money that he has. And he still has to provide for a whole family back at home. Yeah, and it's not, like, over here where, like, with the government. There's a whole system. Can, yeah. You can, like, buy your way out yeah. of it. And, like, really bad, like, situations. Yeah. Especially, like, in the, like, the law enforcement stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so basically with what we've, like, discussed about the book, I think something we can all take and, like, something that we've all learned is how much, like, someone's power and privilege has over others and, like, it can really affect them. Yeah, we talked about how, like, the citizens in the Philippines see people in the streets getting killed and, like, the people who are fighting against the killing want to say something, but they... They want to fall into the same, they don't want to fall into the same hole the dead victims are in. So even though they're against what's happening, they can't really do anything about it because like, they can't do anything about the deaths that are happening. Yeah, and we uh, talked about how, um, how with Tito Manning, he, have so, he has some power with trying to get his son's name off the drug user list, but he obviously couldn't, succeed mm-hmm. into getting him off the list. Yeah, you yeah. get him off the list and stuff like that. Um, and with Jay, the privilege that he had in his life, like, you know, being um, being in America, having an American um, education and stuff like that, um, it really shows his privilege that he had over here instead of, like, you know, being in the Philippines and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we encourage you to look further into the Philippine drug war. Um, Ribe has some recommendations on websites to look into at the end of his book, and 
One of them is called They're Slaughtering Us Like Animals. It's on the New York Times, and we encourage you to look at it. Well, that's it for today, listeners. My name is Jancis. Michelle. Lynn. And Margo. And thank you for tuning into our podcast, Nothing But Talk. We'll be back February 27th as we discuss about a new book. You can find us on Spotify to stay up to date. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.